This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, hey, hey everybody my name is doug and i love movies this is doug loves movies coming to you from both coasts today i think it's sunday august 13th 2023 kingsman the golden circle of friends with benefits a wonderful life as we know it could happen to you only live twice in a lifetime cop and a half nelson on rambo first blood part two uh all three of my guests today are first timers, and they are Hallie Kiefer, Allison Levy, and Josh Rubin. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> oh, that was great how you synchronized <laughs> that, but let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name. Yeah, the twists don't stop coming on this show. <laughs> She's the co-host of a podcast called Ruined. It's Allison Lieby. Hey, Allison. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, good. Me too. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about your podcast, yeah. um, what's going on with your uh, highly successful one-person show? Um, my show, Oh God, a show about abortion is, um, I have a bunch of touring dates in September. I'm going to try and put it on tape sometime soon so everybody could see it. And, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it sadly is still a relevant topic. <laughs> well, I say, first of all, put it on the DL that you're going to film it. Cause you want people to come see this thing live. I mean, there just aren't uh, a bunch of times left, so, you know. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> Start getting, prepping all the people that are yeah. just not going to be able to make it due to right. uh, geographical concerns. There's a lot of places I won't go. So if you exactly. live in Florida, um, you know, sorry. Sorry, Florida. 
you're gonna have to watch it on tape. It'll probably have to you'll have to do it under cover of night. Yeah, you'll have to be really sneaky about it. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna have a don't say abortion or don't say women law anytime there now. So um, it'll be great. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit in a very open spot at Disney World and just watch it on my phone. Yeah, great. With perfect. the sound up. The perfect way to experience. It. I think so, right? <laughs> Um, yes. Okay, so that's exciting that you do have a few more uh, spots where it's going to be performed in September. And uh, congratulations on all of your success with it. Oh, thank you very much. And speaking of your podcast, your co-host is here. So mm -hmm. I'll introduce her. It's Hallie Kiefer. Hello, Hallie. Oh, thank you for having me. Please know I was frantically going through the alphabet in my mind. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? What order we were in. It's like, wait, am I next or not? <laughs> and thank God, uh, thank God we, I was. Um, thank you yeah, for helping me. It worked out great. Uh, could you uh, tell us all about, for the uninitiated, your podcast called Ruined? Absolutely. Um, so the premise basically uh, is I love horror movies. I consume almost exclusively horror other than and Just Like That, which to some terrifying. Allison <laughs> um, can't watch horror movies. And so every week I uh, ruin or, you know, extensively spoil a horror movie for Allison. Um, I, we, we sort of established a system where she guesses what's going to happen. She's become incredibly good at it. Um, and yeah, it's sort of, it's for both people who love horror movies and like to revisit horror movies. They've, they've watched and for people who genuinely can't watch horror movies. And it's very interesting because when you talk to people who can't watch them and Allison is among these people, the number one reason is because it gives them nightmares. And I think yeah. that's such an interesting look at the human brain, especially yes. someone with a brain where I can watch someone be, you know, uh, disemboweled any day of the week and sleep like a baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I could watch a really scary movie and then my dreams are about like trying to find my keys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't line up at all. I think there should be much more exciting based on the info I'm putting into my brain before bedtime. Yeah. I had a dream this week where I was just at a friend's birthday party at a restaurant. Like it was just like an extremely normal birthday party. Wow. And that was it. <laughs> oh, there's nobody spilled any tea. There wasn't any hot goth. <laughs> none, none whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so not a great party is what you're trying to say. Yeah, real uh, good. <laughs> well, this ruined podcast sounds uh, sounds like a super fun uh, premise. But my question for uh, back to Allison is: Do you uh, are there some that you you will? go ahead and watch ever or do you, is it really a genre that you only uh, hear about uh, vicariously? I like, I've seen like four horror movies in my entire <laughs> life. Like it was like get out the shining and like two others. Um, you said scream, right? The first scream. scream. And uh -huh. I think like having now like talked through so many of them, I think there, you know, we discuss it on the pod sometimes where it's like, Allison, you could watch this. Like, this is not like that scary. There's just like one or two jump scares and like, otherwise it's just kind of a thriller. Like those I think I could do. We've definitely come across some. I haven't watched anything that we've talked about because now like, I know what happened. You feel like you've seen it. Yeah, it'd be especially yeah. boring waiting for the jump scares. Yeah, but I used to read Wikipedia and now I have Hallie, which is much better. <laughs> Well, the reason I asked, and I'm glad you told me the exact four horror movies you've seen, because you managed to miss out on the entire filmography of our third guest today. Perfect. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> a, a, not only a writer, director, producer, actor in horror movies that are scary, but I feel also have enough character, uh, character development and dialogue uh, to soften. Let's just introduce him. It's Josh Rubin, everybody. That's right, Josh Gateway Horror Ruben. It's a pleasure to be here, y'all. <laughs> Gateway Horror. Well, it's not like you make, you know, G-rated stuff. It's still, uh, you know, it's still got the uh, got what it takes. And there's also, yeah, there's, and, a, there's a scream, there's an F-bomb, you know. Yeah, F-bombs, exactly. Because a movie, horror movie without F-bombs, I don't know who they're kidding. Because, uh, you know, as soon as you have so little violence that you can get a pg you know, then, uh, you know, you've got a, probably a movie that's not that scary in this day and age. It's called The Haunted Fucking Mansion. It's like, come on. 
<laughs> I'll, uh, okay, so I was going to jump in if anybody talked about any current studio product because of the ongoing strikes. Oh, yeah. But in this case, I'll allow it because you just talk shit about it. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, we talk so much shit, <laughs> it studios less money, then it seems like that's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. If you're insulting, but no praising anything today. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, we're supposed to encourage people to watch movies and streaming to prove to the studio heads that it, this new content that exists now is what people are going to need more of later, and they're not going to get it unless uh, they play ball. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so Josh, uh, how are the strikes treating you? Cause you're, you're striking from every angle. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, striking for two thirds of myself since my one union, the DGA caved quickly. Um, but, uh, but also for, for all thirds of myself, um, <laughs> uh, it's it's good. I mean, it's kind of it was kind of beautiful to go out uh, once the I'd been going out previously to Sag Strike, but once once like the actors came in or as someone on Twitter said, hot backup, um, it really lit up. Wow, <laughs> it was so fun just to see like the writers who'd been just completely exhausted, just um, just kind of recatalyze. So that's been super cool. I mean, the longer we hold the line you know, the, the, the stronger, I think we're going to be, you know, once we get back, but it's, it's, you know, it's nasty. We're out, we're out here because we've been exploited for so long. But of course, last time we did this together, the way that, that we are now in the sixties, we got residual checks, baby. So hopefully uh, something just as monumental will come out of it. Yeah. I'm hoping that these checks, I mean, I still got like stand up comedy and stuff that I can do, but uh, that's nonetheless, every residual check I get is a, is a delight, you know, is a treat, even the tiny ones, because it's still nice to know that SAG uh, and all the actors got that for us. You know, they made that happen, um, even though it's, it's definitely not enough. But uh, all of that being said, uh, <laughs> thank you for being here, Josh. It's your first time on the show. I apologize for it taking so long, but I think I asked you once a year or two ago, and turns out you're busy making films a lot of the time. So I'm really I'm taking advantage of this strike uh by uh getting you to participate i'm so glad i feel powerful uh important <laughs> <laughs> uh before we play games today which we do on the show uh, every week i'd like to visit uh, a segment i call recommendation nation and that's where i ask each of my guests i put everybody on the spot because this is a question i hate being asked because I, I don't want the responsibility of someone else's enjoyment. You know, like when they say recommend a movie, I could be like, well, I like this. I don't know if you're going to like it. Probably won't. Uh, so it's a tough question, but I want each of you to recommend one movie. And I would uh, like it to be in honor of Josh and the Ruined Podcast. I would like it to be of the horror genre. So Allison, I okay. guess you've got four movies to yes. choose from. <laughs> so well, which Allison would you say is your your top horror movie that you'd tell somebody this is one you should watch? Well, there's one that we get in fights about all the time and it's Silence of the Lambs. Mm -hmm. And I do not think it is a horror movie, but there are lots of people who think it is. I think it's a psychological thriller and it's one of my all time favorite movies. <laughs> Oh, well, that's an interesting line then, because then yeah. there's probably other horror movies you're not watching that have that sort of vibe, but yeah. you're scared off of the fact that they have that label. Yeah, I do think like marketing and posters goes a long way for deterring me from watching something. Um, <laughs> I really wish it didn't feel that way. <laughs> but I love Silence of the Lambs. I studied it in college. It's like I've read the book. I, like It's just such a good movie and it holds up so well, like, I mean, as a great narrative. Um but you also, that that you're also, this is your way of saying you really are into, do you watch a lot of true crime stuff? You know, I don't love true crime and this is going to sound terrible. I find it boring. Um, oh. like, like I like big crime is what my friend and I call it. So like documentaries <laughs> and shows about like systemic abuses and major cults and like that stuff I can get into, but just like a lady was murdered doesn't really do it for me. Okay. Is that as insensitive as I could possibly be towards murder victims. I don't know. They're not for entertainment. They're sad stories, but, um, that's no true. Shade to that's a good who, point. And no, if you love true crime, continue watching true crime, but it has never hooked me in that way. 
Though Silence of the Lambs feels like it's of that. That's why I just world. assumed that uh, that's yeah. the way you you rolled because uh, loving Silence of the Lambs, you know, uh, it, there's some pretty creepy stuff in there. Yeah, I think and I it love. Is, uh, it does have a jump scare or two also. Oh, yes, it does. I think I love mystery <laughs> and I like there being like resolution and an answer to like, we didn't know what was happening. Now we do. Like, so movies that have that, I'm much more interested in than just like, this demon is ruining everybody's life. Like, I don't, it's less, that's less exciting for me in horror, I guess. Right. You like but, movies that end on a question because at the end, Jodie Foster just keeps repeating, Dr. Lecter. Dr. Lecter? <laughs> Dr. Lecter? Well, we know he went and had a lovely lunch with his Yeah, friend, we know so. what's going on, but she's like, <laughs> why didn't he say goodbye? That seems, he's usually got such good manners. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> is a very polite man in most ways. <laughs> yeah, but she's with the FBI, he doesn't understand the concept of being hung up on. Um, <laughs> she doesn't understand there's no sound coming out of the phone. Okay, so uh, that's your pick, Silence that's of the Lambs. I love it. Anybody who hasn't seen it, of course, you should check it out. Uh, everybody who has seen it is just nodding their heads going, thanks a lot, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the game should be called Remind Us of a Movie. Yeah, um, just say a movie that everyone's seen. <laughs> uh, Hallie, what have you got for us? Now, You're since you're a horror aficionado, I assume you've got something uh, you know, that people should really check out. Oh, yes. Um, movie that first came to mind is 1971's Let's Scare Jessica to Death. <gasps> okay. Um, uh, written and directed by John Hancock. Well, co-written, John Hancock and Lee uh, Kelchum uh, wrote it. And I think it's an excellent uh, film. And I, it has such a particular early 70s vibe where you are a woman, um, as, as women are often made to do, made to feel insane, uh, which, of course, then puts you in a, a situation. Unfortunately, when when an actual uh, danger does start appearing, you are made to then question your own judgment. Um, it's a, it's a great movie. I just, I don't want to say anything because you know, unless you really need to ruin, we should do it on the podcast. I don't want to uh, spoil it for anyone who's not anticipating this uh, on your podcast. But um, it is a great uh, vampire movie, but it's not. It's like um, I prefer a vampire movie where we're not using the word vampire. We are we are describing things. We are getting the idea of what what kind of entity or person could be preying on people. But we're not necessarily there's not necessarily a cape. There's not necessarily you know what I mean like we're not necessarily giving it those exact parameters. And I think this movie does it in a really interesting way. Uh, you know, was one of those, just the title alone had me pretty uh, terrified mm. in my youth, you know, like it was something I uh, was worried about, you know, because, I mean, they just laid out for you right there that they're going to, you know, try to scare somebody to death. That sounds pretty scary. It's it's the most, I love a really long 70s horror movie title. <laughs> yeah, those are good too. let you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Josh, how can you, I mean, these are two in their own ways, classic horror films we've got so far. Bangers. Uh, yeah, absolute bangers. <laughs> just totes bangs. Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, a, a kind of vampire movie where there's no cape or like, I was going to say, no hiss. Um, yeah, I, I I think like, uh, I like to recommend something kind of uh, the, that feels sort of commercial, but also, you know, is just obscure enough. Um, and one of those one of those faves for me was Nightbreed, Clive Barker. Um, right. Just so kind of unhinged. It's a, basically about a bunch of monsters that live under uh, a graveyard and it's like delightfully queer and gory. Um, and I just loved it. I watched it way too young and I was just like, what are these weird feelings I have, um, below my waist about like the, the tentacle girl and like the pig man. Um, it was just <laughs> way too, way too, uh, way too early for me in my formative years to be watching, uh, anything of this nature, but I just love it. It's great creature design. It's just rife with mythology and just all of Barker's delightfulness. I just, I love it. And David I mean, Tentacle Girl and Pigman, though that sounds like a oh yeah, it's a good somebody time. should do make that movie. Yeah, to totally shaped uh, shaped my personal life. I'm married, <laughs> and here we are today. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember, actually, David Cronenberg plays a serial killer. And I remember this is the kind of child I was, you know, it's 1990 or whatever. And I he he like had a bunch of knives that he kept in like a, a briefcase. And I remember having like a Fisher Price briefcase that I put all of our kitchen knives in and walked around the house uh, <laughs> copying David Cronenberg because I was like, I thought that that's a cool character. So it changed me in all the ways. Um, and. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you'll ask me back. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, that's the does sound like it really uh, shapes shaped you. <laughs> good old good old Nightbreed. I just uh, as soon as you said it, all I could flash on was like it's a it's a kind of movie that has some really uh, uh, imagery that's hard to shake. Yes, yes. Before before NB and after NB is kind of you know how I measured my life. Yeah, and if Cronenberg's acting in something, you know, you know, weirdness is is afoot. You know, he doesn't just show up in. You know, uh, I can't. The examples coming to my head are all terrible. Okay, so thank you for those recommendations. I think that if anybody hasn't seen any one of those particular movies, uh, they'd be, uh, uh, you know, they should check it out. Unless they're like Allison, and then they should just find somebody who's seen those movies and have them explain what happens. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that used to be what my mom would do. She'd be like, you're too young for this movie. And then she'd tell me beat for beat what happens in it. And I'd go, <laughs> well, it's still in my head and probably a scarier version. Yeah, whatever is it. I, sometimes I wonder, I'm, I'm like, oh, is am I actually like making it worse for myself now that I like know what happens but haven't seen it? And my nightmares are probably way worse than anything that is actually captured on film. Honestly, yeah, because it looks so fake in the movie when you, when you if you do finally watch it, some mm -hmm. of these things, you know, because is that is that a big part of it for you? Is just that you you don't like the excessive violence? It's I don't even know if it's the violence, and I don't even really think it's gore. Like I like I just don't like the like act of being scared. I don't like find it that fun. Um, right. Like Hallie has a great way of always like keeping me like grounded. Um, what is it? How you're always like, just remember, these are actors. There was a call sheet. There's a PA somewhere. Like, it's just like, it's a movie set. Like, these aren't real things. Like, right. Yeah, it just pictures a boom mic. There's a bunch of cameramen. It's like, and having been to set, it's like, yeah, people are just like, please just get through. We got to finish this. Like, we just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the, the environment on set is not the environment you're watching. Right. And that'll help you I, in your moments of distress. I think so. Yeah. It's not like they're all like, you know, a satanic cult that all sit around and have a ball, uh, you know, making this stuff. It's like now hard work. Now that's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Satanic cult that makes movies. That sounds, that sounds like a really, that's what they should be doing. <laughs> Isn't that just the AMPTP? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> mm. uh, making content. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, we got to sell some items so that we can make some more content. We will take a break and we'll be right back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back and we're gonna play some games. Um, I hope you're excited uh, or at the very least interested. This first game we're gonna play is something that I call, whose tagline is it anyway? Ooh. And uh, I think we even mentioned taglines briefly earlier, touched on it with uh, something, you know, what's written on the poster uh, can, you know, influence whether or not you think the movie's going to be uh, scary or not. Uh, in this game, I will say we're going to start with Allison. I will tell you a tagline that was used to advertise a hopefully well enough known motion picture uh, that one of you 
will figure it out. But these these are these do run a little tough. I was and gonna say I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, my house is Yeah. I mean I did, you know, I didn't sit here trying to make it stuff about horror to to help you out, but uh uh, you, you never know because it's all movies. Uh, but the okay. thing is, is that uh, there will be a theme that will potentially emerge, and that might help you guess if you figure out uh, what the theme of all these things is, what they have in common. Yeah. And so I'll do the first one for Allison. If she doesn't get it, then Hallie gets a crack at it. If she doesn't get it, Josh gets a crack at it. And whenever somebody does get one right, then the next one, we we just start with the next person in line. And uh, there's only a few of them. And like I said, pretty, pretty high difficulty level, especially, you know, unless you just happen to remember either the tagline or, uh, you know, the movie well enough that it pops into your head. Uh, here we go, Allison. All right. What movie do you think had the tagline? It's awesome. Totally awesome. Ooh, Ooh I mean, it's like that weirdly could be almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess. It could be a lot of things. Awesome. Totally. It's like, I know it's not clueless, but I feel like it's possible that it's in that kind of like more teen genre. Um, I'm going to guess. Um, it's not this, but Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No. <laughs> No, that's not your guess. No, that's my that's my guess. Knowing that it's probably wrong because I'm You're sticking so. with Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, the tagline. It's awesome. Totally no. awesome. No, you're wrong. Um, I'm gonna guess the Meg. <laughs> <laughs> a complete pivot from everything I just said. I'm guessing. If the I Meg. just said it, it was more of a Jason Statham voice. Yeah, uh, I mean, Meg feels like that. Awesome, we could be totally awesome. <laughs> I'm guessing the Meg. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is, uh, I'm sorry, but that is incorrect. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I liked hearing your uh, your thoughts on, on all of it. You walked us through it, made a decision. Hallie, what do you think it is? I'm going to say the Lego movie, because I remember they had that um, Everything is Awesome song. Oh. So I'm going to say the Lego movie. I didn't see the Lego movie, and I'm probably wrong, but it, it feels... I, I'm gonna go with it. That's good. I like the way you arrived at that incorrect answer. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah. No, I really liked it. Though. <laughs> I like it when people show their intelligent work, uh, but not the correct answer. Josh. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know what the third in this franchise was, so I'm just gonna throw out Bill and Ted's. Ooh. Ernie. Uh, the third one was uh, Face the Music. Uh, it might be that one, but I'm going to go with, yeah. Bo you're going to go with, uh, bogus journey. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I'll tell you why not. Cause it's not correct, <laughs> but this happens from time to time. And I feel really bad when it happens, but, uh, unfortunately people can be talked out of a correct answer. And, uh, Allison, you nailed it when you said fast times at Ridgemont high. Oh my uh, really? Oh yeah. my God, Allison. <laughs> Cause they really, they didn't try to sell it as like kind of an actually thoughtful movie about teenagers. They just right. wanted to sell the idea that right. uh, Spicoli was a surfer. Like you barely even see him surf in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. And the poster so is him with a surfboard and two cute girls. And, and it just says awesome. Totally awesome. <laughs> I guess like with, I'm so young No, Um, but like I was very young when that movie came out. So I think it yeah. already had gotten the credibility of being like a good movie by the time uh -huh. I was engaging with it. So like, wow. Wow. Yeah. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible tagline. They did not do it. Uh, uh, they did a disservice and it, and it wasn't too successful at its initial release. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're back to uh, Allison again, who uh, was close, but no cigar. Wow. And, I'm going to uh, have to trust my gut moving forward. Yeah. You're just going to have to trust it. And uh, here's the next tagline. It begins on the street. It ends here. Oh, 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 uh... um, yeah, yet another, I think, terrible tagline, but you'll you'll judge for yourselves once yeah. you know the answer. This feels like maybe too, I'm just going to say the Fast and the Furious, the original. 
Okay. I like it, but no. Okay. Oh, I... <laughs> okay, boyoing. <laughs> um, boyoing last time. All right, so Hallie's next. I'm going to say the Warriors, even though, again, I know that is incorrect. I, well, again, see, that's why I like having you on the show. Both <laughs> of you are at least not just going, I don't know. Like, you're giving answers that mm -hmm. are, you know, legit and bringing up things I want to talk about anyway. The uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, my God. He's oh, doing right. a Broadway musical of the Warriors. Right. I and like I could not be more excited. That's a perfect thing because it's so West Side. He'll, he'll make it kind of West Side Story meets the actual Warriors movie, which can address, you know, violence and gang warfare and whatnot, but could have cool choreography where they fight each other. I think he I'm was. Wise. I'm excited. <laughs> I think he was wise to take a break because I feel like we reached Lin Manuel a saturation point, mm -hmm. and then he kind of dipped. And I think that was that we'll be ready by the time that happens. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. When they announced that the, somebody has an idea for something on Broadway, like it could be four or five years before we hear about it again. You know? Yeah, it's going to be a minute. And I think we'll be that'll be <laughs> time for him to come back into the zeitgeist. Yes. I'm so excited about it because it's, you know, it's just all these gangs, like it's one gang trying to get through the city. So you just have all these, you have all these different settings throughout, uh, you know, the they're trying to get through all the boroughs, I think. So like you get all the settings, plus you get all the, the other gangs. They all had like, you know, matching uniforms. They were all so stylish. Uh, it's just crazy, that movie. I guess, it's based yeah. on the, I guess it's based on the book that the movie was made on. And I wonder how different the book is. I've never yeah, oh. that might ruin it. It might be less fun, the book, than the, <laughs> yeah. the movie. Because the movie is very, you know, it's it's pretty corny. Okay. Um, Josh, you've been waiting patiently. Oh, God. I want to... Uh... I want to make my guess relevant, um, like the other contestants very smartly, uh, smartly did. Okay, if the first, the first one is Fast Times at Ridgemont High, maybe there is a high school kind of theme happening here. My gut, not to you know, not to 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 have, suffer the fate of Allison's gut the first go round, but I, my my gut is to say Twenty One Jump Street, but the redundancy of Street makes me kind of go like, no, there's no way in hell. Um, so um, <laughs> it is shocking though, that there are, there are there, the redundancy does happen sometimes. It, and it's funny to me. It would just be funny. If it was like, it start, it begins, starts <laughs> and it ends here. 21 jump street. It would just be that. <laughs> so uh, don't enter this house. And then that's for the movie house. Yeah. That, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, so, uh, oh God, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, um, <laughs> uh, high school fight movie, uh, only the strong survive. <laughs> uh, That's the name of a high school fight movie. I don't even, that was, I don't even think that was the, the, the I don't even think it was about high school, but it's, it's an obscure, I want to say Mark Damascus, like fighting movie. And I think there are high school students. I'm horrific. Like, all right, I'm gonna give. A, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give an official ruling. Incorrect. Oh, at the boy. Sorry about that. Um, this one I didn't expect anyone to get it. It's a real. It's a real toughie, but it does fit the theme. And it's a movie called Coach Carter. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Denzel. No. Uh, no. Uh, it's gonna sound terrible when it's another. I know, right? It's Sam Jackson. Samuel Sam Jackson. Jackson. Yes. But you know. Uh, I give you credit for at least you know narrowing it down considerably uh, <laughs> to to the two most famous black authority figure actors of the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it begins in the street. It ends here. I don't know what. I guess, the basketball. I guess that all the kids on his team were in gangs or something. Yeah, I guess. I vaguely remember this. It had Channing Tatum in it. Oh, did it? I oh. believe he was one of the students. That might have been his motion picture debut. <laughs> There's a reason we don't remember this movie. I hate yeah. I was yeah. realizing. <laughs> I don't get a quarter of a point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Sam Jackson did a lot of movies that kind of uh, blend because he was mm -hmm. he was often teacher, principal, cop, you know, like yes. he's, 
he had several reasons to walk around carrying a bat in movies. Um, okay, so, <laughs> um, Allison, we're back to you again. All right. You're doing great at guessing. Okay. <laughs> this is so corny. A story about how far we have to travel to find a place where we belong. Oh, Lord, that could be any movie. Yeah, I'm like Homeward Bound, the dogs and cats. Um, no, uh, not that. Um, it can't I'm, be any movie. It can't be Human Centipede. It can't be... <laughs> well, right. well <laughs> that is a journey. Certainly <laughs> was a journey. The journey begins and ends at home. <laughs> oh, my God, that movie. Nightmares. Um, um, okay, so I'm guessing that we do have like a high school theme. Um Mm. I'm going to say Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh, okay. That was another great guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy, oh that right. Hallie. <laughs> Wait, could you repeat it again? Sorry. I sure can. Thank you. A story about how far we have to travel to find a place where we belong. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Lady Bird. I'm going to say Lady Bird, even though I know a thousand percent that is not right. <laughs> This is the first movie that came to mind. Wrong guesses yeah. only for Hallie. No, you you were absolutely right. If this line was a story about where you know how far we want to travel, yeah, away to from find a place where we belong. Because yeah, because spoiler, she she seems to fit in immediately in uh, New York after being <laughs> brought up in Sac Town, Sacramento. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't give, I didn't give you the incorrect sound, Josh. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Give it to me now, because I know it's not Mean Girls, even though Lindsay Lohan's character lived in Africa oh. uh -huh. and moves oh. to school to be included. So I'm just yeah. gonna. First, she belonged with the the bad girls, and then she and then she realized she belonged with herself. Well, she was first with the Maasai, and then she went to America, and. Uh -huh. she so it's like how far she traveled, you know, she traveled far and then she's yep. going to do a Christmas dance. I think you should be able to win this game if you, you give a convincing enough answer. You can convince yes. me that uh, that seems, seems right. You know, I should just not write down the actual answer because I'd probably forget and be like, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds legit. But I unfortunately I did write down this answer and... Uh, it's a motion picture called The Cider House Rules. No! Yeah, wow. Oh, my God. I, I have all the... That, to me, is not what The Cider House Rules is about. No. It's about no, giving, it's a, getting an abortion in a cider house. That's what that movie is about. Yeah, it's about breaking the rules in the cider house. <laughs> you princes. Wow. Of, you kings of New England. Yeah. Oh, hell Yeah. I've, I've never liked the title of that movie because it sounds it just sounds like it's about a really awesome cider house. And I guess it is awesome if your goal the is cider to house rules. <laughs> <laughs> this cider house is the best. Uh, Nobody's making movies like that anymore. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I want another I could do for another cider house rules. Yeah, another Russian orphanage flick. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Okay, Allison, this is I, I have a very strong feeling that this is this is the last one and I feel like you're gonna you're gonna take it home with this one. It'd be nice if I could. <laughs> All right. What movie had the tagline Have the Time of Your Life? I mean Dirty Dancing? That is correct. You all get to hear the correct sound now. Yay! Oh, wow. The correct oh, answer. And all four of those films, the theme, as uh, inappropriate as it might seem for a fun game show, uh, oh. the theme was movies that feature uh, abortion. abortion for yeah. better for better or worse. Oh, we don't people know that forget, the Meg people forget the that there's some big movies that just have like oh, and then there's that abortion part, you know? Yeah, like a little. Oh, I remember Cider House Rules being about abortion. Yeah, that, right. <laughs> that was that did seem to be the crux of it. Uh, but you know, some people walk away thinking it was Toby Maguire's story. Michael Caine and Michael Caine <laughs> with that Boston axe. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs>
um, okay, so uh, congratulations, Allison. Uh, you won that game. Uh, and you're going to find out what that means okay. after these messages. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back. Sorry to leave you in suspense for so long, Allison. But what you won for winning that uh, first game, we only played two games, but mm. what you win for uh, winning the first one is that you get to go first in this next one. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Might not even be any kind of advantage to go first. Uh, it depends on the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> in this one, I think maybe there's a little advantage. So, uh, and then what is the winner win really if they're the winner at the end of this show today? Because you're all three first time guests on the show. I thought it'd be a good time to recap what the prizes are and they are uh, bragging rights, which mm -hmm. you can have for, you know, you can hang on to those for a lifetime if you want. And then a, uh, an invite to return uh, on the, you know, very next or as soon as possible episode based on scheduling. Wow. Yeah, exciting. so so sometimes somebody will have like a four or five show winning streak where they're like yeah. second or third show into it. They're like, oh, I really regret uh, winning constantly, but I can't mm -hmm. stop myself. Yeah. 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 I so, think that will not be me, but I'm excited to find out if it's one of you guys. Well, that's the thing. I like to tell people, like, if you have a commitment to winning, then you're going to have a, you know, you're going to be committed to this show. Yeah. But if you're just here to have fun, it was nice to see you. <laughs> and all guests are welcome back, you know, when you next time you have something to plug, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so our deciding game today is something called the little search engine that could. Ooh. I typed a word into the search engine on IMDB, the Internet Movie Database. And then I wrote down the top 10 motion pictures, not TV shows, not people's names. You know, lots of things come up there. Mm -hmm. There aren't motion pictures, but theatrical motion pictures. I wrote down the top 10 movies in order uh, that came up yeah. with that word in the title. And and IMDb, uh, you know, when you do type something in, this search engine goes with the most popular thing that goes by that word. Uh, and so, you know, whatever's number one is currently most popular. So you're going okay. to take turns guessing movies that have this word in the title and uh, there's three rounds. You'll each get three guesses. We take turns. It's all mm -hmm. very polite. And you get, if you name the number one movie, you get 10 points. If you name the 10th uh, movie uh, on the list, that's worth one point. And everything else in between is, that's how that works. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> a lot. Well, since the planet is burning... The word I chose to play today, because I like to get messages out while having fun, is a word we're going to probably see in a lot more titles moving forward, and that word is hot. Oh, okay. Movies with the word hot in the title. Now, sometimes this game can shake out like other words that have H-O-T in them, like hotel and shot oh. might be in the title. But that's not the case today. This is all just the oh, word hot. hot. So, so get Hotel Transylvania out of your head. Okay. Uh, all those kinds of hotel movies. Hotel for dogs. Yeah. Forget about it. Okay. Uh, all right. And uh, since she won that last game, Maya knows Allison gets right. to go first. And then we're going to switch the order around. We'll go to Josh and then to Hallie. And, uh, but like I said, you all get three cracks at it. And we'll count up the points at the end and see who wins. Okay. I'm okay. going to do an obvious one and say some like it hot. Ooh. That's Allison is starting us off Great. with some like it hot. <clears throat> I'm sorry to say that that movie 
while it did make the top 10, came in just at the bottom at number oh. 10. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, there are, this is gonna be there a are long nine more movies that the IMDb thinks okay. are more popular than Some Like It Hot. Okay. But you're on the board. That's the All important right. thing. Because there's a lot of hot titles out there. Yeah. So now we go to Hallie. Okay. I thought we we're doing Josh. Oh, I, you know what? Thank you very much for that. You get three points for correcting me. Hell yeah. yeah. And you get four points taken away for being rude. Oh, okay. That's on. That's fair. That's very fair. No, I, that would be wild if I put you in a negative one category just for pointing out to me my own rules. Josh, thank oh, you, Hallie. Josh is up. Literally my only guess for this entire round, and it's Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot Rod, yeah. You're already hot blowing rod, out yeah. your one hot movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Hot Rod. And I, I think you'll think of some more as you're just listening to the other guesses and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and you are on the board because Hot Rod is number four. Fuck. Oh. I assume because of the continuing popularity of Andy Samberg, I, if he's in something, I tend to like it. Yeah. He, uh, I think he does good work. I, I always uh, thought Pop Star was, was underrated. Agreed. Hot yeah, star. very, very, especially at a, at a, at a hot like uh, hour. It's like an hour and 18 minutes. Or oh, something. The dream it's, length for yeah. it flies by and, and, and a seal cameo. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> the man, not, a, not the. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a seal in it? Me? A seal cameo? Okay. When a seal yeah. sends you a message that's a video saying happy birthday to your friend? <laughs> Does he do those too? I don't know, but I would love oh. to see an actual seal do one. Oh my God. Um, now it's your turn, Hallie. All right. I'm going to say Wet Hot American Summer, largely because that is the first one that I thought of. Right? You got to go yeah. with like what pops into your head. Great. Yeah. It's a gut it's a gut move. But unfortunately, because I agree, I thought of that one. That did not land in the top ten. Fuck. Oh, that's Fuck. probably probably due to just, you know, um it not having any recent, you know, nobody in it nobody in it's been in a recent scandal or anything. Well, any day now. <laughs> I know, right? It's always percolating. All right. So uh we're back to Allison, round two. All right. Um, you got one point so far. Can you think of another movie that has hot in the title? Hot Shots? Ooh, Hot Shots. Yeah. Like, Exclamation point number yeah. two on the list. Wow, that's okay. number two? Nine points for I don't know why people are suddenly into Hot Shots. <laughs> I mean, I remember it being a pretty funny movie. I thought you loved that movie as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And Charlie Sheen really was like, he was the kind of the perfect actor to kind of take the mantle from Leslie Nielsen of the yeah. acting dramatic, but looking like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, he was good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a whopping nine points. So wow. Alice has got I 10 points. People got to go to work the top here. 10. <laughs> <laughs> right? You really had no faith in it. I was like, I think two. this <laughs> might have cracked, but wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. These things can be surprising. I'd say it's Hallie's turn, but it's Josh's turn. <laughs> so, Josh. <laughs> Christmas for remembering those hot rules. Um, film. I'm going to, no one said it wouldn't be cheating to name the sequel. Can I do Hot Pardieu? Hot Shots Part Deux is number seven on the list. Oh, my God. Wow. Incredible work. Four Incredible. points. Josh just pulled into the lead with 11 Excellent works. Charlie pulling a uh, pulling a chicken back on a bow and it just clucking all the way into someone's forehead. Great trailer moment. <laughs> this can still happen for Hallie. Um, I'm just going to say the name of the only other movie that I have thought of while we've been sitting here, which is Hot Fuzz. Oh. Ooh, Hallie. Hot Fuzz, directed by friend of the show, Edgar Wright. Hell yeah. Is the number one <gasps> my movie. God. Yeah! I, I think it just celebrated an anniversary, so maybe lots of people have been looking it up. That makes sense. Okay. I love that movie. It's so good. Um, and uh, yeah, currently the number one hot movie. So oh. now we've got a real race a here. 
because uh, Allison and Hallie are tied with 10 each and Josh has 11. So anybody uh, continues to get on the board in any way is going to probably take this thing. Uh, <laughs> Allison, what have you got? I, I might have exhausted. What's hot, Allison? Hot, hot. Drop um, it like it is. Hot. I mean, I keep like trying to think of maybe if there's like a like a subtitle, like a subtitle that's got the word hot in it. I really can't think of anything else. Um, <laughs> hot. I want to say I know. Nope, that's a show. That's not even a show. It's just people eating wings. Um, I'm like, that's the title I'm seeing the most in my experience looking at screens, but, um, um hot ones, the movie, hot ones, the movie, it's just a full meal. Um, it's inevitable. It's, I mean, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Um, we'll have I, like a, a really hot amuse bouche, like a whole <laughs> meal. Every course is crazy. hot. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I would watch it. Um, I'm just gonna try. I'm just gonna say like a phrase with the word "hot" in it and hope that maybe it's a movie. Oh, okay. I love it. That's All a right. great way to do this. Um, hot nights. Oh, yeah. I mean, it should have been in there, but it's not. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like an eighties, yeah, like a erotic. Not in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a it was a, a guess. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, Josh, you you might be not needing any more points, but you're next uh, if you can. Add yeah. a few points to your score. Oh, I will. I'm going to finish uh, huge with this oh. Aaron vehicle, literally. Hot Wheels. Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels. Aaron Paul. Oh. He was in a Hot Wheels movie? <laughs> I guess it didn't show up then. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> it came out for five minutes. Yes, yeah, like right after Breaking oh. Bad. I'm going to do this, bitch. What uh, you're not thinking of Need for Speed, are you? No. Uh. Uh oh. <laughs> he did a race car movie called Need for Speed. Yeah, you know what, Doug? You <laughs> love movies because I think right? I was like, I'm gonna finish big, baby. Yeah, you really had a good one. Wow. You uh, just retitled the movie and uh, proceeded. Not even upcoming in 2024. AI oh, maybe, maybe. Didn't show up. Fuck me. But it's not in the, uh, no, it didn't make the, uh, but you know, maybe that current, there's a TV show called Hot Wheels right now, like a, a, a competition show. Maybe it got in there. Uh, but you're still in the lead with 11, so this might not be uh, over unless Hallie's got one more. Home, Hallie. I've got one more. Okay. And what I didn't it? see it because it looked bad. So I won't be making the studios any money. That movie is <laughs> oh, no. hot, colon, the hot Cheetos movie about how a guy made hot Cheetos. <laughs> I tried to watch it before the strike. <laughs> I, and I, uh, I was like, no, thanks. I, I don't need I to see asleep. how anything was invented. I don't need to see how I need. To, I don't need to see BD babies. I'm good. I, we, I lived through it. I accept that it happened. I don't need to see it reenacted. I'm good. It, it is a strange, it does feel like a genre created by AI to yeah. just be like, oh, this weirdo invented this weird thing that was popular for a second and then it failed. Let's make a movie about it. There's at least a dozen of those that came yeah. out in the last year or two. Um, but Hallie, you nailed it because uh, third on the list <gasps> is Flame oh. Hot. Oh. Oh. Yeah, less they, they said about that. The, the White House, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's because it was, you know, directed by Eva Longoria. So okay. it was, it was not only a huge leap for uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos, but also for uh, women. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, a woman figured out that all you need is a Flaming Hot Cheeto to break that glass ceiling. <laughs> Those Cheetos are so hot, they just go through anything. Yeah, you did it. Congratulations, Hallie. You are our winner. Hallie Kiefer takes the game today. I did it. With 18 points. Uh, go ahead, and that's another thing you win, is you get to do your, your plugs first. What would you like to plug? I'd like to plug a Ruined Podcast, our podcast. Uh, you could follow us, it, 
Um, uh, <laughs> at, at, wherever podcasts are sold. And then also you can follow us on any social at Ruin Podcast. And yeah, we're, um, I'm not sure when this comes out, but on the 20, August 27th, we'll be doing a live show on Moment House. And we'll be doing Sharknado, which has the best tagline. The best tagline. Allison, what is the tagline for Sharknado? Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> what the hell? It's so oh, funny. Man. It's just smack on the middle of the poster. Enough said with an exclamation point. That is the, like, those people wanted to go home from work early that day so bad. <laughs> I, I even feel bad telling you because it's such a good one for that game to use in the future, but oh, and upset. It's just any movie where the people just did not care about what it was going to say on there. Like that it might as well just be like Sharknado. And then the tagline is whatever. <laughs> yeah. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a movie period. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. So uh, congratulations, Hallie. That means that you, uh, like I said earlier, were are invited to come back on the show uh, ASAP, so I will uh, I will hit you up for uh, a future date. Okay, great. I'm excited. <laughs> You're so excited. I love it. No, sorry. I just have to go to the bathroom, so I'm just like willing myself through this. <laughs> okay. Well, we're good. It's really, uh, we're right at the, the end here. And in I fact, don't know why I said that, but please ignore me. I, I'm barely human. <laughs> I was just going to say that, like, you know, you, 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 no one would know if you didn't speak anymore for the rest of the show, because I'm just going to say goodbye to the other guests. Yeah, but you've been here just screaming from so the bathroom. You could sneak <laughs> off and go to the bathroom, and I, no one I would know. I fucked up. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, that's okay. But it's now, at this point, it's your call what you're going to do, Thank and you. none of us will know, unless you talk, then I guess we'll know. No, I will You took the, your device with you into the bathroom. Okay. Um, Allison Levy, thank you so much for being here. So much. Uh, fun. What are what are your plugs again? You got the uh, the show. Yeah, well, ruined, touring a little obviously. bit. Yeah, and then um, in September, I'm going to be in Portland and Seattle early in the month, and then I'll be at JFL Toronto for four or five performances. So if you want to see Oh God, a show about abortion, there are dates. So awesome! Great places to uh, to go and do that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, have a nice time out there. And um, Josh Rubin. Yes, sir. I hope you uh, were satisfied by your first. I hope you're not kicking yourself too much uh, about some of your answers. Ending big with need for speed. One in particular, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the hot need for hot speed was the working title. So you were right twice on that. My wife who was listening in on this game went, hot chicks, hot chicks. Oh my God, hot chicks. Like, hot chicks. Yeah. Mean, of course, I should read off which ones you didn't get to. I apologize for everybody listening going, why isn't he saying which ones didn't get mentioned? So number nine is some movie I don't know called Hot Seat. Mm. Uh, number eight was The Hot Chick uh, with uh, Rob Schneider. Uh, number six uh, this one, I don't know why anybody would know it. It's some movie that Tim Chalamet is in called Hot Summer Nights. Oh, but shit. you were so close with that Hot Nights guest. Yeah. Any that phrase so really close. seems to work. Yeah. And then uh, this one, I'm kind of shocked nobody came up with. The only other one that nobody mentioned at number five, Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh. 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 And there's... yeah. That damn hot tub time machine. And the, the sequel didn't make the top 10, but uh, so that wraps that up. Josh, what have you got to plug? I've got a graphic novel out called Darla. Perfect. It should be, okay. uh, yeah, no struck movies, baby. Uh, it should be at your local comic store. And if it's not, just say, I want Josh Rubin's Darla. It's based on uh, my love of Stephen King and some HBO's Tales from the Crypt madness. And you must have done... Uh, Scott Wampler's podcast, right? Oh, yeah, a few times. I love him. <laughs> he just did it recently. Oh, nice. Love them. Uh, the King Cast, right? Is that what it's called? Hell yeah. I need yeah. that. I, you know, I'm excited. He, he asked me to do it. I think we might even do it like with a live audience. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, Douglas Movies is going to be at uh, Dynasty Typewriter here in Los Angeles this upcoming Sunday, August 20th at 420. And I got a few more 
uh, road Douglas movies and stand-up shows coming up in the next month or two. So go to douglasmovies.com for uh, all the info. Yeah. Uh, thanks again to all of my guests, Hallie Kiefer, Allison Levy, and Josh Rubin. Thank you for hey. having us. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and as always, that's all, folks. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.